It is Wednesday, my dudes. This is how I win. This is no democracy. It is a dictatorship. Hate, 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 hate. Double hate. Load entirely. You're out of order. You're out of order. What do that guy just says bullshit? Thank you. No words have ever been truer. I can bitch because I'm better than you. Yes, uh, list sucks. Top 100. Are they the best performances? No. Clearly that's not the case, and we're in the bottom half. Um, I think people just pick and go, hmm, I saw this guy act once. I thought it was interesting. I put it on my list. Um, I did start rating the movies on my letterbox just because I don't care because that really doesn't tell the performance. That's just overall movie quality. The performance may be good, but the movie could be crap. Um, which didn't hurt anybody. Like if the movie I didn't like the movie and the performance was great, sure, we'll go from there. Um, some I didn't log because some are like some big movies that uh, I've been waiting to like put my you know nail in the coffin on. So uh, I'll bring those up when they come up. Coho. Hi. How are we doing? Oh, man. Just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. Uh, Long journey. Um, 142 episodes. Not all together, but we've been been a long ride together. Um, At at least 110 of them, at minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't really respect your film taste all that much. I don't um, either. If we're being honest. Um, and I don't, yeah, because you don't either. Um, how do you think this overall series is going to go from you? I think there's going to be a lot of ups, a lot of downs, but at the end of the day, I think you'll have some good ones and some also wide. I I think my list is going to surprise so many people in this community, especially when we get to like my top 10. Like, I think when we go through my list, you're going to hear movies and performances that are you're like, oh, obviously Coho. But then some things will come up and you're like, holy shit, good for Coho. And then I'll immediately ruin that pick for you with the next one. That's just going to be how this goes. It's top 100 movies, just two years evolved in taste. So I feel like I'm a bit better, but not much. Um, you started least, watching be, stuff yeah. from the 90s and back, right? So yeah, you started like, watching yeah. old movies, yeah. Yeah, you've seen some black and white pictures. Yes, the I've, I've, seen, I've seen some films made before the year of my birth. Proud of you. This, this uh, We've been able to grow. Um, Has it really been two years since the first Top 100? Yes, yes. We, this has been literally almost exactly a year since the first Top 100. Um, a year? I thought you said two years. Two years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, bar the person that's film taste has not really like expanded because you refuse to watch like the movies that a lot of people have seen. You just go back to the hits that have you know worked for grandparents and great grandparents. Um, I don't think you watched a movie from 2020 or 2021, and uh, even if you logged it, I don't believe. I, I, I've logged a couple of them. Don't believe you though. Um, <laughs> We'll see how many. I haven't seen that performance. There'll be a lot of those, and this man was the longest reigning 
movie Warzone champion of the league that me and Bowman run. <laughs> Which means that you can be champion. Just this show up. Are you um, sure about that? <laughs> Even when I know things are coming, I didn't mean to set that up, but I'm glad I did. Uh, Bar, how do you think? How do you think this is going to go? I think overall, not bad. Tonight, I might be in trouble. <laughs> so, thank you for being here, Jack. I appreciate you throwing yourself in front of this oncoming train. Anytime. There's a, there's a there's a guardian angels everywhere. <laughs> you didn't know it was Jack. <laughs> Neither did I. Uh, Boltman. Um, some would say if Kirk was here, like this would be a tough battle for the both of you. But with you here, you have a pretty distinct advantage over here because you're one of the only people in this community that I trust one thousand percent with movie taste in this entire community. To be so, fair. You only t- trust me before 1999. That's true. But you're an old fart, and a lot of those movies will be featured. Um, and even I, then, you're, you're trusting me a little bit after 99. But yeah, no, I get what you mean. How do you think tonight and the overall show is going to go? I mean, you know me. I'm I'm Caleb Boatman, not super confident extraordinaire. So I'm always thinking that whenever I am on YLS, you are going to yell at me. I always think I'm going to have a bad time because you scare me. Uh, this, but this many years after, and still scared. I look, man. I can't explain it. Um, but that being said. I, I think I'm going to do okay. I think I'm going to do okay. Uh, I I went back and forth on these a lot. It it was like this, this. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how I do. I think tonight, tonight is like my, I want to mention these. Are they necessarily what I think are like the 100 through 91 best? I don't know. That's not for me to say. These are just performances I really enjoy and want to talk about. That's absolutely fair. And then, Jack, um, that row of movies, I'm pretty sure, is the only movies you've ever seen behind you right now. I'm not sure. I don't know if that's true, but I wouldn't be surprised if the kid from the cat in the hat that's about to get hit from the picture you posted would be on your top 100 by looking at it. You have, I'm just going to say this right now, it would be shocking for the other three to say some the most outlandish things possible. Like, root for the Yankees live on call, uh, talk about my family, probably, you know, come to my house and kick me, to, for you to not come in last. Like, <laughs> I've had mortal enemies in this community, but your list has made me furious. For weeks, I've even given some spots away venting to people in this community about it. <laughs> Why did you do this? I'm going to be hanging from the bathroom! It's a bad day. on it with the clips tonight. It's a bad day. It's a sad day. <laughs> no bitches, no nothing! That is Jersey Jerry, love the man, uh, <laughs> scumbag. You, you, want, you want to talk about a crumb bum scum bum. Punk. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Scully shows up and sees that. He's a trash man. All right, trash Jack, man. why'd you do this? 
Uh, to cause you pain. I'm not gonna lie to you. No, uh, I like, uh, I like every single one of these uh, <laughs> these movies uh, quite a bit. So I've made a, I made a, I made a, I made a favorites list, not a best list, and that's gonna be very, very evident uh, tonight. I will say though, Paul, I don't know if you're listening, but there is no performance from me before you on this list. So, wow, so offensive. You can you can be very you, you you can you can have peace of mind over that. Also, I have I've made peace with the fact that I'm coming in last, but uh, I'm gonna have a damn good time the entire time. And let's uh, let's get ready for my funeral. Me before you. That movie that should have ended with him throwing her down the stairs in the wheelchair because that would have been a better ending than that movie. Um, how the show works? Everybody came in with a top 100. They rank these. I want you to. I want you to remember that word. Ranked. No, this doesn't just because of episodes. No, these people ranked these. So yes, what is at forty-five and what is forty-three will really matter in my opinion. What is at ninety and what is at twelve will really have a weight. Um, I went on a mission this last year to watch all the best acting performances that won an Oscar, best actor performances. So this is kind of like a passion thing to watch like acting performances and pay attention. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty I'm pretty good at like grading it now. I think over the course of the ninety movies I had to go through, and some were terrible. Ten, nine, eight, seven through four, three, two, one. Coho, you're going to take it away. We are on the first episode, Kirk. Last time he did this, we did like five hours. Yeah, right. I'm not doing that. I will speed you up and tell you to shut the fuck up. Yes. Okay, Coho. So at number 100, I picked a performance that I just really liked that was like recent in my memory. And I've been cheering this performance on all Oscar season. My 100 is Troy Kotzer from CODA. Um, My number 99, I'll just, I'll I'll go ahead and get the clip ready, is Joe Pesci uh, in My Cousin Vinny. That's textbook pandering. Yikes, 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 yikes. Oh, shit. And my number 98, I'll play the clip again, is Taron Edgerton and Rocket. That's textbook pandering. Sick. So let's talk about Troy Kotzer for the Oscar, baby. Uh, I really love Coda. I'm going to start the wildfire again with people who are like, oh, it's worse than Green Book. Go fuck yourself. Uh, Troy Kotzer was phenomenal in this movie, and I'm glad he won. He does this great job as this like really, really just human performance of this dad, who all he wants to do is take care of this family. Um, and I think he emotes so much uh, and conveys so much speaking a language that I don't understand with sign language. I, I feel everything he feels. I think he does a great job doing that. I think one of the most beautiful scenes of the entire movie is when he's listening to his daughter sing through by feeling the vibrations on her neck. Um, I think that's that should have been his Oscar clip. Phenomenal. It's a performance that has stayed with me since I saw it uh, and continues to go up, so I wanted to shout it out at 100 uh, with Troy Kotzer. Yeah, I mean, sure. I don't know, like, if you add 20 years to this, where this performance actually resides. I think this performance got a ton of steam because of Oscar season and a ton of, like, how his emotions um, during the Oscar campaign kind of went. Like, we all wanted to see him win because of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is the performance, like, groundbreaking? I don't think in any regards. Like, I think it's, like, top one of the – I think it's top one of the – Winners. The winners, of course, but overall, like, 
he's got funny parts in it. He shows real emotion throughout it. Um, top 100, you always do this, but if I had to rate them, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Troy, I'll give Troy the edge on this one. Not the worst thing I've heard. And again, not the worst thing I'll hear tonight. Um, if I gave you a scratch on your thing, how far would he go? Would he be four? Uh, no. Okay, just checking. Flashback from last time. Uh, all right, Bar. All right, uh, my number one performance is higher up, and Bowman does not seem happy. We'll see where it all lies out. Uh, what's your 10? You're 199. Uh, my number 100 is my most recent addition to this list. It is, uh, for I mean, at least for movies I've seen, it's Matthew McConaughey in Mud. Uh, my number 99 is definitely going to get yikes. It's Michael Fassbender and Steve Jobs. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah, I kind of figured. Take it and uh, my number 98 will probably be the same thing. It's Joaquin Phoenix and her. Yikes. Okay. All right. So Matthew McConaughey and Mud. Um, this is kind of one of those moments where is McConaughey kind of being McConaughey? Yes, but there's a lot more underneath it. Um, I think he does a great job in the performance that he's given. Um I think that the scene uh, when he goes to see uh, the kid at his place just before everyone is um, like coming in with uh, for the shootout, it's a really great moment. It's a lot. It's very passionate, and the heartbreak that he has when he's talking to Reese Witherspoon is just a wonderful moment of acting. Especially him rushing to the hospital. That scene is just real intense, and it's carried on the back of McConaughey's performance. Um, so yeah. All right. Um, Mud, I saw for the first time because of this list. Um, I've heard about it a lot. Didn't really think much of it. Um, not the best performance in this movie. Um, Ty Sheridan, he was like, it was between him and them. Yeah, Ty Sheridan definitely, I understand why he's still getting jobs in Hollywood. Um, like, he, as a kid actor, is absolutely like really impressive in this role and actually oh, yeah. has like real emotion. He has like a monologue that's really crazy. McConaughey's McConaughey in this. I don't think anything's groundbreaking. I honestly didn't see much difference with his performance. Like, like it's like a more serious role, but he's still shirtless and still like you know what we're talking about. Like he does the slow roll and that's cool. Like I, I think McConaughey has like got charisma like everywhere. Like he's just great. But overall performance top one hundred. I don't know about that. Especially when it was this and this. Ty Sheridan should have definitely taken the spot. Um, Boatman. Uh, yeah, my 100 is Lionel Barrymore from It's a Wonderful Life. Okay, my 99 is James Caan in The Godfather. Okay, and my 98 is Steve Buscemi in Reservoir Dogs. Uh, hold up. That might be... Uh... I don't know your list. There's 100 through 98. (laughs) Is it there or is it a yikes? Well, I no, it's it's no longer on the list. Oh, okay. Wait, okay. Uh, Lionel Barrymore and It's a Wonderful Life. Lionel Barrymore has just become like one of my favorite character actors, like ever, not just of the classic era, uh, but. This so this is a performance I have appreciated more as I've seen Lionel Barrymore's other work and just how versatile he is, and he is just so despicable as Mr. Potter. But you see something like you can't take it with you, where he's just the warmest guy in the room, and it's it's really just a 
an impressive uh, showcase of just how malicious uh, he can really be. I love the scene where he's talking to Stuart and trying to convince him and Stuart tries to shake his hand and then Stuart knows what's up. Uh, but yeah, love this performance. Uh, my 99, James Conn, The Godfather, just a completely fiery performance. Like Khan is just absolutely stealing every single scene he's in because this, he's, he's a hothead. That is what this character is. That's what Sonny Corleone is and, Man, is Khan just absolutely killing it in every scene he's in. I love the scene where he's talking to Michael. Oh, I'm going to get blood on your new Ivy League suit. Like, bada-bang! So good. So good. Loves James Khan in this. Incredible. And 98, had to have a Mr. Pink, Steve Buscemi, and Reservoir Dogs. Come on. I, I love Steve Buscemi. I think this is his best performance. He's He's so good. I mean, the tipping scene is one of the most famous monologues in all of Reservoir Dogs. And that's so good. But you really, as the film closes in, you really get the sense of paranoia that uh, Mr. Pink is giving. And that comes from Steve Buscemi's performance because he is like clearly so anxious and agitated. And it's such a... Really well done performance. I love Buscemi in this movie. Shame on all of you for not having him. Um, bar, if you're bar, 98. Show, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, but you all whoa. didn't have him. I, Shut up, bitch. Sorry to Andrew to Cody the whole whoa. episode. Oh, this is gonna be a fun. This is gonna be fun in weeks. Um, okay, so um, yeah, Bar does have a point. Like you're acting like surprised, but they barely made your list, so that's just really interesting. Just you're throwing a lot of shade for something that could have fallen off real easily. Uh, uh, Barry Moore is somebody that I always want to go back and watch some of his films because I the few films I have seen, he is literally one of the standouts. Um, I think. When you speak of classic actors, he is not one that a lot of people mention until you go searching. And he he was one of the best of the times, like outstanding. Um, Bowman, you'll know this. Uh, the movie he won Best Actor or Best a Free actor. Soul. Free Soul. I think he's absolutely incredible in that movie. I think he's great. He's also in another one that um, I think he's in another one. No, Free Soul's it. Uh, yeah, great, great uh, performance. And yeah, It's a Wonderful Life. I've come around to this movie a lot over the you know the course of the few years. Better in color, but overall, um, good choice. Overall, good choice. Uh, you're ninety nine. Oh, gosh, Brian will be pissed at this, but yeah, great choice, great choice for the Godfather. I think when you think of the Godfather and performances, this one ranks pretty high for me overall. I know there's a lot of like heavy hitters in that cast, and I won't talk about them because obvious reasons probably. But uh, James Kahn himself, like when he gets a phone call from uh, the, she, he laid his hands on her again and like he just goes and just kicks the living shit out of him. Doesn't have anything. Uh, still kills me, the toll booth scene, like uh, his acting. Uh, I want to rank it like performances of people that die on film and like how good they are in dying on film. Kahn, great way to die on film. Um, and uh, uh, so overall, I uh, love it. Reservoir Dogs, uh, I'm with Steve Buscemi. We need to just pay waitresses a living wage. We don't need to rely on tips. 
because I feel like I'm the judge, jury, and executioner how fast they fill up my teeth. Feel like a, I feel awful. I tip over, but listen, if you paid them well, we wouldn't even have to worry about this. And if you don't tip, you're a bastard. I'll stand by it because that's the way we have to do it at this point. Um, by the way, everybody's in a really dangerous spot tonight. Uh, the Red Sox game, I took off work. It got postponed to Friday. I now have to work during the Red Sox game. So I'm pissed just to let everybody know. So you two fighting makes me at least happy. So, Jack. I don't hear, I don't know if you'll hear many yikes, so go ahead and start talking. All right, my number one hundred is Shia LaBeouf for Honey Boy. No, it is not. No, it is not, Jack. Yes. No, it is <laughs> not, Jack. Jack, no, it is not. <laughs> this is already the greatest Jack, episode the ever. I have that is not your one hundred. <laughs> when, when did you change your list? Like three and a half weeks ago. Did you not send it? I sent fuck, it. I'm going to fucking lose my mind. <laughs> I'm staring at a list right now. And that's not the pick. Bowman, we are completely safe for today. We're not going to get anywhere. One, yeah. The last one I uploaded was the last one I found. If you didn't send 45 different dance lists. with me, Lampy. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty frustrated in this exact second. Um. Coho. The- what do you want? Okay. I Because I know what I want. I want you to read with the 100 I have it. Can you just put up the 100 no, no, you have? No, Coho, check your messages. I'll read Jesus. <laughs> if something I didn't watch. Have y'all ever seen the 1979 film Real Life? It's really good. You check and make sure you're right about this because I don't. I didn't I react to it. it. It is. There you go. Okay, I see it. I will make the Thank swap you. for okay. you then. Thank you. It was just it was just his number one hundred. So it was my number one hundred. Okay. Hold on. So a lot, Mason. Please just start talking. Just talk. Just hold on. Just talk. Okay, my number one hundred is Shia Buff for Honey Boy. My number ninety nine is. Jennifer Connolly for Requiem for a Dream and my number <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> Can I have Chuck? Chuck, right. was the last one you sent me? <laughs> you sent one to Kofi, but you didn't send it to the person that has to watch the films. <laughs> Whatever he just said for 99 is not what I have either. The fuck? <sighs> give your 90, give your give your talk about your 100, your 99, right. and talk, your 98. Right now, whatever they are, right. You won't get a band, whatever bad they are. Time. Bad times at the OREL. Chris Hemsworth is my 98. And that I have. I'd fucking best believe it was. If not, I'm gonna Ooh. fucking work okay. some more. Okay, we're we're caught. You can up. only go up from here. Okay. Oh, can it? Number 100, Shia LaBeouf for Honey Boy. This performance is just fantastic. Shia LaBeouf uh, plays his own father in this film. He pours his heart and soul into it, and it is incredible to watch. Uh, it, truly phenomenal performance. Uh, seriously should have got uh, at least a nomination at the Oscars. He's incredible in it. Uh, Jennifer Connelly is just uh, in Requiem for a Dream. Uh heartbreaking to watch uh 
Requiem for a Dream, it's a, a lot of the film is around Ellen Burstyn and Jared Leto, but Jennifer Connelly is there through all of it, and she's got her own uh, little story kind of going on in the background between her and her parents, and it is just so hard to watch. The She just keeps making the wrong choices uh, until finally her parents just give up uh, on her, and it, it it's so hard to watch, and she uh, give, gives this performance her all. Chris Hemsworth, Bad Times at the El Royale, fantastic. Uh, just the perfect, perfect third act villain. Uh, he steals the show at the second he steps on screen from Jeff Bridges, Dakota Johnson, uh, John Hamm. Like, perfect uh, third act villain. Hold on, I just have to make sure I'm not losing my fucking mind of how much I have to rewatch and do stuff different. Um... I think it's literally just his bottom, like 100. Because his 99 was right, I typed it in wrong. So, Well, that that's was... fine. But his 101 at one point was Alan Lane lad from Shane. Like, yeah, that's my 101. Well, so why wouldn't that just be 100? You, you, you didn't. You jumped it, but you just, ah, it's still 101. You're not... Not in the big leagues. You're right. I didn't rewatch it in time. Honey Boy, I thought this movie was weird. I done this is not a Cody movie. I don't think the performance is that great. I didn't again didn't watch it for this because clearly Coho is doing the show and not me. So he got the updated list. I didn't. Um sure. I'm fine. Uh ninety-nine of all the performances, and you'll probably have more from Requiem. Um weird, weird choice. I think she's fine. I don't think she's groundbreaking. I don't think she even re- the story revolves around her much at all. So it's like kind of a weird, like, I don't know, uh, choice. And then you're 98. This is the one that I wanted to talk to the most part. So I rewatched this movie. This is the weirdest choice possible for me. I like he's shirtless. He belly dances. He does his Charles Manson impression. But overall, there are like six performances in bad times that I would pick over Hemsworth. Like, he's a foil at the end. It's an interesting foil. But overall, there are other groundbreaking performances that I'm like, wow, I really slept on this. I think, honestly, because I did the math, I don't think anybody has it. I did the check, Jeff Bridges in this. Um, is the best he's been for so long. Like, insane he is in there. And for him to not make the list, but Hemsworth, yeah, he's got great body. And he was walking in the rain, so cool, but... Jeff Bridges beats his ass, so I'll just say that. Um, in acting and in movie. Um, all right. Gloves are going to come off. My head's probably going to come off at some point. We have confirmed um, it. The rest of his list is correct. <laughs> We're okay. Do you know the doc I sent you? Bottom one. Yes, I, I, I checked it both. I checked them. Okay, just make sure we're on the same page. Okay. Gloves come off. Uh, <sighs> What's your seven? I'm going to go take my dog outside. Back There's a whole ass there. hurricane happening outside my house. But my number 97 uh, is the first, not classic, but really old performance is Laurence Olivier in Sleuth. Um, I really love Laurence Olivier's performance. I, I think him and Michael Caine are like incredible in this and go back and forth. I tend to lean towards Olivier. I think Olivier is giving me uh, a little bit more that I gravitate to. Uh, he's a little bit more clever. He's a little bit more, uh, a little bit, more i would say energized i like i like what he brings to this role of this like crotchety conniving old man 
Uh, and I think he just crushes it. I'm so happy both got nominated for Best Actor, but of course they were never going to win in 1972. But I think Olivier is phenomenal, and, and it should have been a, maybe even a closer fight than it was between him and Brando. But Olivier is is really great at showing me this intelligent guy. And then when the turn when the when you know when the turns table bar, uh, they uh, he he plays terrified and and on his back foot really well as well. Um, I think Olivier is an actor I would love to look more into. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of his, but his performance in Sleuth is one that has stuck with me since I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, finally, we watched this. I started, I watched like an hour of it when Belton was on and put it on the show and then I never watched it again. So I rewatched it. It's a great performance. Um, you feel the play a little bit. Yeah. Like that's my only thing. But I think this doesn't work at all without these two performances and it makes it one of those gripping like keeps your attention the full time so great performance 97 have no issue with that one everybody else on yeah um i love this movie um i i really love movies where like the performances are like the best part of it and um as cody said this movie does not work if both of these actors are not up to you know that standard I kind of just prefer Mark Michael Caine's performance a little bit more, but both great. Well, okay. I was waiting for Jack to say he hasn't seen it, but fair. Yeah, I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh my God. I know that. Yikes, but fair. Uh, I, I'm in the same camp as Barr, actually. I think Michael Caine is better than Lawrence Olivier, actually. I think Olivier, I think both are great. I, but I, I actually really like Kane in this because I think Kane, without saying too much, gets a very interesting and diverse performance. And I really like what he's doing in this. And I like all – I love performances that feel like they're like three or four different performances in one movie. And you'll see that a lot in this list. Uh, yeah. But over – this is a good pick. Fantastic pick. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah. my 96 then, uh, is Lady Gaga and A Star is Born. Um, I really like the new A Star is Born a lot. Um, and I think both Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga are like phenomenal in it. Um, I think Lady Gaga in what is essentially her like first real major film role where people are like, oh shit, she's actually going to be an actress. Um, I think she crushes it. I think she does like a really, really great job of taking what is clearly something that she already knows how to be, which is this very talented singer, um, and injecting a lot of just life into that performance in a way where you feel her get beaten down over the course of the film, how weathered she gets, how jaded she gets, but through it all, you like, at the beginning, she she plays unrelentingly optimistic but cautious very well at the beginning of this film, like very well. And of course, as a performance that has a lot of singing in it, uh, she's phenomenal uh, at every song she gets. Uh, I really like when she sings La Vie en Rose at the beginning of the movie. I think that's one of her best moments. And of course, the last song uh, is a heartbreaking performance uh, and moment from her. I think it's a two-way street with chemistry, but I think she does a great job uh, playing off of Bradley Cooper. Uh, and I love this performance a lot. So this is going to be an interesting theme throughout the entire series, I think, especially when you pick people in roles. I did the check. Um, I don't believe anybody else has Cooper from A Star Is Born. I checked. I don't know. 
maybe. Okay. I, I would wait. Okay. I didn't check it. It didn't look like it. But um, overall, I think she is okay. <laughs> I don't think she's great. Um, she's great at singing, but that's kind of her um job before this. So it is it. it it's always hard. Um, I've heard like people say, like you're not going to get the Oscar for just doing your singing. You got to do other stuff. Um, I think she has moments. I think there's definitely moments, but there is definitely a brighter spotlight shining on someone else in this film, and that's all I'll say about that at this moment. Um, everybody else on Lady Gaga and the Star is Born again. Try to keep it just the performance itself. Try not to lean out unless I have confirmed that I don't see anything else. That's fair. Uh, I, I think Gaga's good. I think she is good in this. I think she deserves her nomination because she is does kind of convey that transformation. And I think she has that like naivete and sensitivity that you do really need for this character. I I think top 100 of all time is a little eh, but like this is 96, so I'm not going to get too much on you. Yeah, um, I also uh, I kind of agree. I think she deserved her nomination. Um, however, Cooper, I mean, uh, yeah, Cooper is head and shoulders the better performance of the two, in my opinion. So, uh, yeah, good good performance. I prefer Bradley Cooper uh, just a little bit in this film, but uh, yeah, no, not a bad pick for ninety six. Valley. Okay. Uh, uh, so my ninety-five, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm sure will be yikes. Uh, it's Martin Landau and Edward. Yikes! For this episode. Oh, cool. We'll talk about it right then. Um, and my number four uh, is is one of the more coho picks that we're gonna make, but like it's me, so shut the fuck up. My ninety-four is Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man. Um, I think his performance as Iron Man in the first one out as Tony Stark is really great. Um, we talk about him as Iron Man a lot, and I think that's because he's just, like, born to play that part. But I think the first time you see him do it is really magnificent. Um, I think he's great throughout the entire MCU. I chose his first to represent it because I really love the first Iron Man, and his performance in it is really the driving force of it. Um, how he can be this really charming, just totally obnoxiously confident guy, but you still are, like, so invested in him before like even when he's supposed to be kind of unlikable you still like him he's just a likable prick uh and then when he like goes through what he goes through when he becomes iron man you're like you're just cheering him on through and through even though you kind of love how smarmy he can be you love how much of an asshole he can be but you also love uh you also just love the genuine you know, like heart that he has for people that he displays through this entire film um i think he does a great job where most a lot of these scenes in this film is just his face and his head, and I think he emotes a lot even in those moments in the suit, even with it's just his voice. When he's on the phone with Rhodey and flying with the jets, he's like, "It's me. I'm in the suit. I'm sorry." I think he says a lot in that moment just with his voice. I think he brings a lot to it, and obviously he had to improv a lot in this movie because the script was not necessarily done when they started shooting. So I think a lot of this movie's success, almost, I think a ton of it is to Robert Downey Jr. I think his performance in the movie is phenomenal. Um, yeah, I mean, he played Iron Man in so many movies at this point, so where the first one lies versus the rest of the films is interesting overall. Um, not saying he's a bad choice at this. Um, he's not the best one in his own movie. Um, 
still stand by. Obadiah Stain is um, Tony Stark built this in a cave. Top five uh, uh, MCU villain, and I won't hear anything else of it. Um, yeah, but overall, not a, not a. Um, it's definitely a coho pick. Absolutely, yeah. I just would take him in Civil War. That's very valid. Where he actually shows like real, real emotions. Because at the end, I absolutely love it too. Um, but overall, um, you could also take I, him in Endgame, and I wouldn't be upset. So. Yeah, it's kind of hard to separate overall, but um, yeah. Everybody else with Iron, uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. So uh, I'm totally okay with this pick. Um, I I think that I would have picked Endgame, um, but this is a great pick if you're going to pick out of all of them. I can't also wait to see him come up on your list for Civil War, for Endgame, for uh, Infinity War, uh, and uh, all the other times he's ever popped up as Iron Man. Should have burned this place down when I had a chance. The shape. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, on rewatch of the first Iron Man again, this is such a fantastic performance because Downey Jr. has to convey really the transformation of this character from, you know, just ultimate self centered cock to still kind of the same attitude, but with an actual kind of drive, and he also has to play. You know, just kind of the fear. And I think it's a really layered performance than people give it credit for. I actually think this is Downey's best turn as the character, in my opinion. I, I just really dig this performance. Wouldn't make my 100, but I, I do like this. Uh, yeah, uh, he was on my he was low on my list for a little bit for Endgame. But uh, yeah, no, good pick. Uh, he's fantastic. Well, I'm just really surprised Jack didn't have it. That was the person I thought would have it. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm, I'm shocked Bowen was the kindest one about it. Um, okay. Well, he, yeah. he's your partner in crime. You know? That's you guys I, I, I took a dump on Lady Gaga a little bit. You guys yeah, go down I was talking about Iron Man, though. That's the meat pick. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. I wasn't mean about it. No, you weren't. What's your next one? Well, now we're at bar. Oh. Was that oh. 94? That was my 94. You had that 90. No, I'm kidding. Uh, go ahead, uh, Bar. Uh, my number 97 is Albert Finney in Two for the Road. So, uh, Albert Finney is just one of the most charismatic actors I've ever seen in my life. Like, that dude has just carried so much charisma, you can't look away from him. Um, and this is my favorite of the performances I've seen. Uh, maybe say that. Um, but... Just the, the range of emotion he goes throughout the entire movie is goes from like bright euphoric and um, just like grumpy and just like he hates everything. It's just a wide range of emotions that he has to go through. And I think he carries it really, really well. Um, it's a very simple movie, uh, except for the, the way it's told. But yeah, he's just fantastic in it. Um, fantastic is not something I would utter. Um, I'm not an Albert Finney guy. I don't like, I don't think he's that great of an actor. Um, uh, the more movies I see him in, he's got one brightening shot, like bright star in his acting career for me. And it's not in this movie. Um, that's just it. I know this movie's okay. It's kind of like, and this is not going to be popular for the, like the, the classic people in the thing. I honestly don't think Audrey Hepburn's that great of an actress. I'm just going to say it now. I just have never caught on to it. 
I don't get the like appeal. Um, I think she's fine with some performances, but like groundbreaking, I don't get it. I and listen, I'm not. I'm sure she was in. The, I'm sure she was. Uh, um, I'm sure it's she's a nice lady, <laughs> but overall, I never thought she was just like. No, like Hepburn. I'm in for Hepburn. eleven weeks of hell. If it's Hepburn, like let's be real, like there's one, like Catherine brings that every day of the week. Um, um, but yeah, Albert Finney's best performance is in Annie, and I'll stand by that to the day I. Die. Oh my God! What the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> this is the best performance for me. He's bad in Murder, Murder on the Orient Express. He's he not great in this film. Like he just has a list of movies that I just don't give a shit. There's a movie I have to watch that he's in. I just don't think I don't get the appeal of Finney. I just don't. I don't. His best work is in Skyfall. I knew that was coming. It's Ocean. Playing you know everything. Ocean's twelve and after it happens. It's so easy, Jan. Does Michael agree with me on Hepburn, or is he agreeing me on Albert? I don't know. I'm really confused on this one. Um, But yeah, Hepburn and Finney. This movie's kind of boring too. Overall, there's nothing to like. Two for the road. I wanted to get on the road and go the opposite direction. Um. Everybody else on this, and I think there's only one. Um... Yes, Albert, Daddy Warbucks and Annie, great. He is the be- him and Carol Burnett, the best thing in that movie. The overall movie's not great, but they those two Tim Curry. Oh, you're right. Actually, maybe Annie's not as bad as we all think it is. Uh, it's a creepy story, but overall performance wise, got a lot of heavy hitters in that movie. Um, uh, and Albert Finney. Better in Annie than this movie. The problem is Annie herself is a little bit annoying. Yeah, but so are you, and I keep you around. Everybody else's choice on uh, <laughs> on emotional damage. No, I can't even argue with that. I'll go on two for the road. Uh, I think you're the only one. That's I think it. I'm the only one here who's seen it. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I actually two for the road is a boatman movie. It's uh, non-linear. Pretty much dialogue-driven film, and I really like it. And I think both Finney and Hepburn are great in this. I don't, I don't know what Barr's list looks like. I prefer Hepburn to Finney. We'll see if Hepburn makes it on the list or not. I because I think that's one of, if not Hepburn's best performance. Okay, I haven't seen it, but it sounds interesting. Mm, it really is. It's kind um, of OG before trilogy. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, if it's the if it's the before the before trilogy, uh, this was like the first trimester of the birth before the great one came out. <laughs> this is the one that may not make it. Good lord! Don't <laughs> oh, oh, what the fuck? I'm sorry. Oh my god. How real dark. I am dead inside. That escalated quickly. I said what I said. I don't care. Um, some people say I've been too nice on this fucking show. Let's keep going. Uh, what's your next one, Bar? Okay. Uh, my number 96. It might get yikes, actually. It's uh, Bill Murray in Groundhog Day. Oh, holy okay. shit. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I well, who's yeah, the bigger Groundhog Day fan now? I think it's a question. <laughs> that now, yeah. I think it's Barr. I think Barr is the bigger fan <laughs> of the movie now. Here we go. Go ahead and talk about it. Um. So Bill Murray, yeah. So for like 
a part of this movie, Bill Murray's just kind of being typical Bill Murray. Um, he's just like quippy and kind of curmudgeonly. Um, but then like once he starts to get further into this loop, the the stress and the emotional damage starts really coming out. Um, the whole montage of him killing himself, but more importantly, the the montage of the the death of the old man. Um that entire sequence is just a heartbreaking sequence to watch. And it's because you can tell that Bill Murray is really putting his all into that uh, performance. Um, otherwise, yeah, he's, it's just a really solid performance with some really great moments um, that really do put him above uh, other performances I've seen. So wait, can I just, can you, I might've missed something. Did you say he starts like, begrudging and just like down and then found his like charm at the end yes so every bill murray performance ever yeah but elevated oh oh elevated okay i'm just saying bill murray elevated horror um <laughs> he is he is literally like like his his uh one trick that he does is a phenomenal trick he just does it in every movie like it's something I've noticed the more I watch a Bill Murray, like, oh, you start off as a fucking asshole, and then, oh, you're likable at the end. Good job, Bill. Um, Groundhog Day, great performance. Um, it's going to be interesting how comedic performances, like, rank on this list overall, because are we going to be like the Academy and say, fuck, if you laugh? Or are we going to be positive to him? I think he, when you think of comedic performances, he is top tier. But 96 will kind of determine where you put other comedic performances because I consider this one of the top tier comedic performances of all time. So it's going to be an interesting back and forth where it is. Um, I'll go to Bowman last because, he's, I mean, he's trying to, like, deal with not being a Groundhog Day fan anymore. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Uh, Can I ask Bart a question real quick? Sure, absolutely. Sure, Bart. Okay, I have a question for you. Okay. So, so um, did you uh have your friend go to the store with you to specifically get the ingredients to make the drink from Groundhog Day, the sweet vermouth on the rocks with the twist? Spend twenty minutes making the drink, then have him give it to you. Have him take one sip and go, "Nah, this is shit." So then I had to him and his mom then had to drink all the sweet vermouth on the rocks with the twist, so that it didn't go to waste. Did you have to do that? No, what kind of monster would do that? I don't know, but maybe not the person who's the biggest Groundhog Day fan ever. Uh, so <laughs> I, I guess that means Bar is the best. Uh, Bill, Bill Murray Groundhog Day is good. I like him. Uh, good performance. Not the Bill. Not I wouldn't pick Bill Murray. Probably I'll say this. I don't think I have Bill Murray on this list at all. Um, I don't think there's a Bill Murray performance that I would put in my top 100. If there is, it might be lost in translation, just because like that's his Birdman performance. But like at the end of the day, Bill Murray is an actor that I like. I don't like adore. So. <laughs> Good performance. Wouldn't put it on. Uh, yeah, uh, he's fantastic. He's he's great in this film. Uh, one, uh, shit, words. Uh, yeah, no, he's great. Good pick. Not on my list. First off, Chicken Tendy Boy. The fuck was that? Um, uh, now so much money. No one cares. No one cares. Go go tell it to your body pillow of Lady Gaga. Anyway, Groundhog Day. <laughs> I, I love Groundhog Day. 
I think what makes Groundhog work for well, Groundhog Day work for me though is not any individual performance. Even though Bill Murray is the central thing in the movie, it's how it's really like the town itself and that environment. But I, I do think Bill Murray was great, and he was edging through like that the the bottom of my my one hundred area. But it it he didn't make it in. Uh, but it is a really good transformative performance. I I do like it a lot. It's just these are 100 performances, so it's kind of hard to rank. Okay. Uh, so, um, my number 95 uh, is Bradley Cooper in Silver Linings Playbook. Can I play pandering for Barr? You just pandered to the state to the city of Philadelphia. <laughs> you hack. Uh, no, I pandered to Delaware County, Pennsylvania, sir. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> uh look so i i just rewatched this today um because it's been a while and yeah no he's absolutely fantastic in this movie uh the scene the particular scene that i think edged him onto this spot on my list is the scene where he's desperately looking through the house for something from his past and he's just breaking down emotionally like everything is being destroyed inside of him um and just that scene alone is amazing. But throughout the rest of this movie, just the way that he plays this guy is a very honest, very earnest performance. It's not over the top, which it could have easily been in the wrong hands. Um, and he's still incredibly likable and charming, um, even for a guy who keeps saying things that he really shouldn't be saying. Um his performance uh, at the Eagles tailgate, uh, anytime that he's talking with his therapist, um, and the dance scene. Like, it's a great performance. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this movie overall. There are parts I like of it, there are parts I don't like. I think they're trying to tackle, like, a a subject matter that's important, but I don't know if they do it in the greatest way. Um, his performance is good. Cooper is one of those people that I think is like getting better as he ages than where he started. I think he was good in some things, but I think that he's really catching. I don't know. I think this was the jump start for it. So I like some performance later. But this is 95. I don't think it's a terrible performance. I think there are, I think the two that you could put. Yeah, I think that's the correct one. Um, everybody else on uh, Bradley Cooper and in the Philadelphia Eagles. Movie. I really uh, like. I think this, I think this is a, actually a good like performance because uh, I think I think Cooper uh, does is playing one of those characters who could come across as really obnoxious, but I think it works. He plays it just enough to where it's noticeable, but you still care about the character. Um, I, I will say, Bar, my energy is no longer on trying to humiliate, humiliate you anymore, This at least this week. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, you want to go to war with me, Karen? Let's fucking go to uh, war. As far uh, as I'm concerned, you shot first, Greedo. You know what? Let's... McClunky bitch. <laughs> Maybe here's a maybe watch a Star Wars movie so that you actually can make those references and not be a poser. Fuck you. Uh, Question for you. 
I don't need to go to Louisiana to have Popeyes. Maybe you were a bad bartender. That's not possible because other people there drank it and said it was good. So Boatman's just a bitch. That's or a they lie. Could just be, That's a or lie. Boatman, Boatman can't drink fucking like anything without instantly getting blackout and angry that he drank alcohol. Um, your I'll have you know. like, did you legally change your name to Boatman? Talk about Bradley Cooper. Thermalang's playbook is a good movie. I really like it a lot. I think Bradley Cooper in it is really good. Um, he's not my favorite performance. I actually don't even think he's the best performance. I think he's either second or third, uh, behind Jennifer Lawrence and Robert De Niro. Um, I think he and Robert De Niro go toe to toe, 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 toe a lot, and so I think everyone's in it. Everyone in it is really good. Um, I think this is by far David O. Russell's best movie. Uh, but I think Bradley Cooper is really solid. I can't begrudge the pick. I did not pick this one because I, I think he's been better. I think this is just like the first time in a movie where I've seen him go, oh yeah, you can be like a really serious good actor. So. Uh, yeah, uh, when this movie came out, uh, I was 11 years old. Uh, my buddy and I, uh, my buddy's family got it from a red box when that was still a thing in Canada. Uh, and we watched it with his parents. Uh, that was a mistake. I haven't seen it since. I fucking hate beer. <laughs> 11 and red box just got mentioned. Oh, God. 94. Um, my 94 surprised even me that it's this low. It's Julie Andrews and Mary Poppins. Uh, yikes. All right. You good. think I'm going to complain about a six hour episode, Mike? Never. Um, <laughs> the one, this will take place after the call when they keep yelling at each other. Okay. Bowman. Uh, my 97 is Kim Novak in Vertigo. Okay. Uh, yeah. Kim Novak in Vertigo. Uh, I think this is a really good multi-layered performance. Like I said, I like performances that feel like three or four performances. And without getting too much away, for those who haven't seen Vertigo, this is a performance that, I mean, you know, this it's this community. Y'all don't watch classics sometimes. Um, but anyway, uh, for, like, this is uh, feels like three or four performances. Because you get... Uh, you know, her kind of more towards the beginning where she's playing a very certain type of role. And then you get the second half of the film where she is being the actual character. And then the third, you get the kind of blending of the two realities simultaneously. And I think that's really fascinating. And I think Kim Novak is so good in this. Absolutely love this performance. You're this, isn't a, this isn't about the movie. So if we we're talking about like overrated movies, it could be top tier. Um, Performance-wise, I think she's good with what she has to work with overall. And I know that's crazy about what she has to work in Vertigo. Have you seen this masterpiece? Um, yeah, I think she's probably like with the like with who she's next to. Sure, like I still think like she's a really she she does really well in this movie. But I just don't give a fuck about this. I'm so bored in this movie, so her performance kind of makes me bored as well. So better Hitchcock movies out there, everybody. Um, everybody else on Vertigo. Well, on Kim Novak in the Vertigo. Not I like. We all know the movie's ass. I like Vertigo fine. I guess it's fine. Um, I think she's not at all anyone I would consider to put on this list from it. 
if I'm going to pick someone, I'm going to pick James Stewart, uh, who I think is doing a great job. I think she's okay. Um, she's okay. Vertigo's okay. You have an okay list, Boatman. Deal with it. Okay. Um, so <laughs> uh, I I actually really like this pick. I think this is a very good spot for it. Um, I, I actually think that she's holding her own with James Stewart really, really well. Um, and she's giving a great performance, I think. So I can't begrudge this. Uh, yeah, uh, this movie's this movie's fine. Uh, it's not Hitchcock's best, not in his top five for me. But uh, the performance is fine. I would have given. Uh, I would have picked James Stewart as well. I think he's better, but sure. Okay. All right, my ninety-six is uh, going to be a yikes, Joaquin Phoenix and her. Yikes. Uh, my oh, 90- you and Bar had them close together. Mm-hmm. Twinsies. Christ. Uh, my 95 is Philip Baker Hall in Secret Honor. Yeah, uh, this is an underseen movie. For those who don't know, it's basically it's a one-man show, essentially. And Philip Baker Hall plays Richard Nixon. And it is basically the entire movie is Richard Nixon recording his memoirs. And Philip Baker Hall is phenomenal. As most one-man shows, the movie lives and dies on him. And he is incredible, playing basically every facet of Richard Nixon, going from outrage to sincere to, you know, uh, kind of uh, detached, just really and clearly a little bit unhinged, not quite maybe all there sanity-wise. And I think it's just a fascinating weaving of performances. Uh, Gets very, like, sometimes rambly, sometimes very, you know, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, lucid. It's it's just all out uh, a phenomenal performance. Phil Baker Hall is one of those great character actors, and I think this is the best performance. He's just unbelievable. And that is blocked. How do you strip without clothing? If you are (laughs) stripping, you need clothing. (laughs) Bowman is naked HD. Come on. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, big Nixon guy. Um, so, I saw this movie. I had no idea what this movie was about. Um, I saw it on the list. At first, I saw, um, I thought I saw Philip Seymour Hoffman. And then when I clicked on the movie, and <laughs> Philip Baker Hall showed up. I was like, oh, and this is from, like, the 80s. Um, he's insane in this movie like absolutely insane this movie how he didn't die on set on this because it's there are scenes in this where he looked like he's about to have a heart attack um i think the academy just didn't honor it because <laughs> secret honor uh because um probably the subject material like controversial because of like all the nixon stuff at the time I don't know why, because him not to get an Oscar nomination is insanity. Um, I've always been a fan of him, but this movie, groundbreaking performance. I didn't love the movie because I don't give a fuck about Nixon, to be honest with you. But, like, um, to look at him during the performance made me, you know, at least stay with the movie the entire way. One-man shows are very hard for me when there's nothing to play off of, but this one 
and it didn't overstay its welcome. So thank God, if it was like an hour forty, hour fifty, it'd be a little rough. It's short. Uh, and by the way, I just want to say this real quick. Um, uh, Michael Campbell being back in the chat is one of my favorite things in this world. Uh, he's been gone for a while. I don't know if he's on break from university or college or whatever they say in Australia. Um, boomerang school. Uh, but I'm so... They call uh, it Wallaby Fighting. Wallaby Fighting. I'm so excited to see Michael Campbell back in the chat. Um, everybody else, uh, raise your hand if you've seen this movie. Haven't watched it yet. It's sort of. Watch list. So, no joke, I started watching this before we started recording, and I just haven't finished it. Oh, well, then go watch it at the end. I'm on okay. the train at the moment. Damn. Okay, I can't wait till you're done with school so you can be back on the show. Um, ninety-four, right? Ninety-four, yeah. My ninety-four is Christian Bale in Vice. Yikes! <laughs> Dumbasses. Okay, um, sorry. We'll talk about that another day. Um, <sighs> makeup wins the performance. Uh, okay, uh, Jack. Hopefully, your list is correct. It's not. Uh, well, yes, it is, but. Uh... <laughs> it, it, it's, correct. it's correct. Okay, sorry. Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> All right, let's get this. My started. list, is, my list is correct. It's just not good. Um, <laughs> sorry, God's comment is fucking great. Sorry, that was really good. <laughs> great job, Garth. Holy shit! Man, when Garth hits, he hits. That was good. Right, well done. Uh, yeah, my ninety-seven. I don't know why I put it at night. Oh, wait, because I want everyone to yell at me. That's right. It's uh, it's Heather Langenkamp for A Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Here's the thing. Oh. This is... I, I wanted to spotlight one of my favorite... Uh, uh, favorite horror, horror performances. And uh, I really like Heather Langenkamp in this film. And A New Nightmare, which I could have also gone with. But I really like the first film. It's probably my favorite... Uh, uh, horror uh, or horror icons, anyways. Uh, she's incredible. She, uh, I think she's just, and, and she's just a hell of a lot of fun in it. And yeah, it's a it's a good time. I I always have fun when I when I watch this film, which is weird. Um, if Michael Campbell is still in the chat, I would like you to leave the chat. Um, I fucking hate Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, all of them. Um, they are disgusting, gory for the sake of gore. Like they're, they're, they're so I haven't seen this movie in a really long time, and like I refuse to like watch them because of how I feel about them. Because when I was young, about 10, 13, before I was into the being the pussy like I am, um, I would go through and watch like Jason and Freddy and like all of them. And there were like scenes in different ones where it's like I don't know the movie. Somebody will that studied horror icon. But there's like one movie where she like feeds, um, like there's this the Freddy's like all these like puppeteer thing, like feeds them a bunch of food and stuff like that. It's like the grotesque scene ever. But like in this movie, I watched this for the first time in probably like thirteen plus years, and like I remember how stupid this fucking movie is overall. Just remember. Um, Oh, I was like, what? And then, uh, like, at one point, he, she's, like, walking down, like, seeing the, like, the guy with Freddy with the hat, like, chasing him through the, like, boiler room. Like, who are you? Fucker doesn't say anything. Just slices open this titty and just uh, maggots. Pour. I'm like, 
this is how stupid this fucking movie is. Heather Lanningkamp is awful in this movie. Awful in this movie. She has to like fake like emotion at one point. I'm so I couldn't help it. Her fake cry. If I was the director, I would shut the fuck. Can we get somebody else? If you're picking horror performances, did you know Jamie Lee Curtis is like somebody that's been in horror films? Like, I was blown away with how bad her performance is in this movie. Freddie is low tier, should be B tier horror person. I think the the ability to like the dream horror, like the concept, makes it how better than what he is. And his performance is the standout that makes it like okay because he's how how menacing he really is as a character. But I don't give a, when I saw this and I had to rewatch it and then watched it, bro. How the hell this made ninety seven and you had stuff lower, like you. Hmm. Crimson's worth. Hmm. Could been. Nope. Heather Lane again. 97. What? I'm. This is baffling to me. Um, everybody else on her performance in 1984. Yeah. So, I would just like to say that, Jack, you had openly mentioned that you used to have Steve Buscemi from Reservoir Dogs on your list. <laughs> you got rid of him. And kept you, don't Heather get to, you don't get to defend yes. Steve Buscemi. Yes. You didn't yes. have it on your list. He, he, I'm, he, not, he, I'm saying that Steve Buscemi is a better performance than this. I'm not saying... You don't he, get to say sure, that when it wasn't on the top yeah. 100. Yes, he does. He says Jack made a point. He brought up the correct point to it. He's saying he still stands by his 100 performances. But he's saying when you're making edits and changes, how the hell does either landing camp stay on your list when Steve Buscemi was a cut? That's Thank allowed you. to be made and allowed to be said. <laughs> Thank you. You well, have more of a there. point to be mad about it, but he can still be mad about it. <laughs> yeah, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies are not great. Um, this one's like, compared against the rest of the schlock of this franchise, it's one of the better ones because it's like made by Wes Craven. But like New Nightmare is definitely the best. Lo- it's the only good Nightmare on Elm Street movie is New Nightmare. Um, and I would have picked her in that because at least she went to acting school for the last 10 years and learned how to act a little. Um, she's pretty bad in this. I don't think anyone in horror icons not named Jamie Lee Curtis deserves to be even considered for a top 100 list. Um, pretty rough choice. Completely average performance. Uh, she is, she is forgettable in this. Yeah. Yeah. My, my best friend in this community, Tim has not been able to get me to watch this movie, but you were able to throw it on there. Thanks so much. I'm telling you right now, if Zack Snyder's Justice League pops up, I'm going to go to Canada. Um, everybody else. Oh, no. Sorry, um, Jack, what's your next one? Yeah. Um, my next pick, uh, it's me. Uh, it's a, it's the first Lord of the Rings pick to be on the show, and it's Miranda Otto for Return of the King. Hey, Todd? What the fuck? Okay. Listen, maybe for Heather Langenkamp, uh, for Nightmare on Elm Street, but not for Miranda Otto in this. She's better than that. Trust me. Uh, she is great in this film. Like, uh, her her performance as Aon is just so, so, per- like, oh my goodness, words. Her performance is great. She brings so much emotion to, to, to this film and her, uh, her dynamic with Aragorn and with Mary and Theoden, it's just so perfect. And she has one of the most badass lines in film with I am no man. And then 
Steph, which game face sense. Fantastic. It's great. She's great in this film. Tell me why I'm wrong. Where do we where to start? I doesn't I'm not really good on where it is, but is is the I am I am no man, is that from Yes. Oh, she. Okay, you picked Return of the King. Okay, sorry. I thought you said. Fellowship. Yes, that's from Return of the King. No, I know. When you said first pick, I was thinking Fellowship. I think that's a. Ooh, these movies are good. I like them a lot, but I feel like it's very hard, extremely hard, to break out the performances from this movie because I think they work all well to like together, then break them apart separate. She has a great scene. Then you should have done scenes with Kirk. Like I think that's what she's known for is the I I am no man. Like that's the like roaring like hell yeah. But the rest like oh, oh, like come on Jack ninety six. You couldn't find another film to put another slot in there. So I will say if you're a Lord of the Rings slot, which you are, there are performances to pick that I think are top tier. This is just grasping at damn straws at this point. Like, like oh, I'm me, sure, you could have picked the rock or the helmet that uh, um, uh, that uh, <laughs> Vigo Mortensen. Hey, did you know Vigo broke his toe kicking the helmet, Cody? Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> That's a better performance. <laughs> Oh, God. When he said The Rock, I got so confused. It was like, Dwayne Johnson is in a Lord of the Rings. Well, there's a lot of rocks they walk past. It could have been any of them. Could have been method acting. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Jackson points like, out. Be a rock. <laughs> now. Everybody else on. It's great performance. Did you hey, Jack. Jack, I'm going to yeah. call back to an old line. I want to get you a bag full of nickels. And I want you to go downtown. Find a homeless guy and get him to beat you to death. With <laughs> that's not the line. Okay. No, that's the. I was doing okay. a twist Shut on the, the line. Up. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Return of the King is a good movie, and this is a weird one to choose because she's not great in any of them. She's fine. She is like a background player that gets one cool moment. Like Cody said, pick the scene, go beyond <laughs> scenes. She has one good line in three in in the two like movies where she's really like consequential of, as a character she basically is there to just be like a secondary love interest for for fucking vigo and i kind of whatever. i'd pick like half the dwarves in the hobbit before i pick Miranda Otto. um so uh first of all but who enters last in the house uh all of them at once simultaneously but probably probably the toe it's thorin but probably the toe of oin is the last one in cody i think i believe that was a question one time um <laughs> All right, go ahead, Bar. So, first of all, Kirk's last comment, great. Um, so it's been a long time. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to top that. Yeah, leave it to that one. That's great. Okay, um, what what did, what did Otto lose to? Uh, different Philip Baker Hall performance, but this one's Hard Eight. Yeah. Uh, uh, Philip Baker Hall, th th this performance, like, there's lots of big bombastic performances that I could have picked for this list. Like, very 
uh, very out there performances, which I, I, I picked a few, but there, but there's something really, really uh, nice about uh, a subtle performance. And Philip Baker Hall gives a perfect subtle performance uh, in this film. His uh, his relationship with John C. Riley throughout the film is just so uh, in so endearing. But then when when uh, Samuel Jack uh, when Samuel L. Jackson uh, confronts him later on in the in the film, it takes on a, a whole new light, and it it's it's just such a great performance. Uh, one of one of my favorite. Uh, well, actually, no. This is currently my uh, favorite PTA movie, but only because I haven't seen many. <laughs> So, yeah, but no, Phil Baker Hall's great in this. Ah, uh, you totally redeem yourself. Like, you take moments, you shoot yourself in the foot, and you pick a great performance. Uh, this is one of my favorite um, PTA films, and I know, like, oh, have you thought about masterpieces elsewhere? No, this is just my kind of movie. It has It has gambling, like, it has that entire, like, like, him trying to figure out the situation. Um, kind of, he has like a, a past that you get to kind of unpack as it goes on. Um, yeah, I think he's great in this performance. Um, he's one of those character actors that just doesn't stop hitting. Like he does really good performances and he just doesn't get enough credit for what he deserves. I'm kind of excited that we talked about two of his movies already. Um, everybody else on hard eight and haven't well, seen it. So I haven't I'm seen shocked. It. Uh, I have seen it. Uh, I, I think this is a good performance. I do like, I think this is one of those performances that is a very much in tandem performance, and that I only think it works because he's working off of John C. Riley. I think those two together are great. Don't really know if I would say either of them individually, but it is a good performance. Mm -hmm. Perfect, cool. All right. And uh, now my 94. Yep. Cool. My 94 is Ewan McGregor in Dr. Sleep. This performance is just fantastic. It, it's absolutely a uh, heartbreaking performance from McGregor. He, uh, if you have a, a character who is uh, struggling with alcoholism and addiction, that automatically uh, Put, puts it on my radar as something I need to watch. Because as someone who has seen alcohol destroy, uh, almost destroy lives in, in people that I know, it, it, it affects me really uh, deeply. And he's just so good in this. My favorite scene in this film, and honestly, either this or The Shining, it, uh, is when he goes to the, the gold room, I believe, uh, is what it's called, and sits down at the bar, and he sees basically the ghost of Jack and/or Lloyd, uh, the bartender, but Jack Torrance, his father, and that conversation with them. The a man takes a drink, and take drink takes a drink, and the drink takes a man. Perfect, perfect scene. I love this performance so much. Uh, it's one of my favorite performances from that year, but. Uh, uh, yeah, incredible, incredible uh, performance in a great movie. So, yeah. So, I did the checking. I don't believe any... Like, I hate doing that. No, I did the check. There's nobody. Rebecca Ferguson's not yeah, this is it. Yeah. That's nuts to me at this point. Like, I think he's good. I think he's fine. Um, 
I think the girl, I can't think of her cat name off the top of my head. Um, I think she's better than him. And I think Rebecca Ferguson is absolutely incredible. This movie has sat with me ever since I saw it. Um, I want to watch it again, but I'm trying not to coho myself and like watch it numerous times in a row and then throw myself out. I think I just, I've been thinking about this movie. I just told somebody else to watch it. It's one of my recommendations if they've seen The Shining. Um, I don't hate that he's on your list. I just think like this is where like the things like I feel like there's some performances that probably should have been higher than this overall That's... where you're at. Um, this is like a perfect like 100 if you're going to squeak somebody on. I'm fine with that. But now you have Philip Baker Hall like right below. Like I believe he's better than this. So yeah. It's good to talk about the film overall. It's a lot of it's a long movie to do such a great performance of taking on such an iconic character, and I think he does a good job. I just don't think he's the bright spot. Um, everybody else, it's totally fair. Haven't seen it. I think McGregor is really good in this. I wouldn't put it like top tier, but I do think he's good. Um, I but I, I agree. Ferguson is really the standout here, but even then, she wouldn't be on my top 100. But I do think she's good. I like this movie all around. This is like solid film. Sorry, shouldn't be talking about the movie. No, it was a good movie. Um, I would take I'm with Cody. I think Rebecca, Rebecca Ferguson is the standout of the movie. I would have taken her. Um, there's a lot of performances in this that I'm like, yeah, if you're gonna pick someone, I take it. Ewan's fine, like, he's good. I'm gonna take that from him, but like I, I definitely not the pick from Doctor Sleep for me. He's a catalyst. Like he's he, he's yeah. the reason the movie was around, but all the other pieces are more important. Um, okay, we done to we done to threes now. Yeah, ninety threes. Ninety three call. I'm gonna take you back to biblical times, 1973. Uh, Robert Redford in the Sting. Um. Uh, I do have to thank Bitch Boy in the corner uh, for having me watch this thing. And I can't believe you don't have anyone from this thing. Uh, me, maybe I'm a bigger fan of old movies than you. Uh, Robert Redford's incredible. Uh, oh, I'm guessing you have. I know who you have. Uh, but the thing's got a lot of great performances. I take Robert Redford. I, I, I am a pretty, like, I like Robert Redford a lot. I'm, like, delving into his filmography. I enjoy what he does. Um, I love what he does in this one. Um, I think he's great as this like con man uh, and just totally like, I think that's when I like Robert Redford the most is when he is, he's a good person, a genuinely nice dude, but like absolutely is good at talking his way into and out of every room and every situation ever. I think he does that brilliantly in this. Um, I think uh, he just make his performance specifically makes this story come alive for me where like I'm invested in everything that's happening because of how well he's selling this character and how well I believe in hooker because of him. Um, but I think, I think this thing's a great movie. I think it's on Robert Redford's shoulders for the most part. Uh, so I, I definitely chose Robert Redford for that. He's great. What'd you say about my mother? Oh. Um, okay. Um, uh, they're, they're at each other's throats. There's trouble. In the we woke up and chose violence, Spence. Um, here's my thing. You woke up and chose violence. Let's Drink make your that very clear. Drink your sweet vermouth on the rocks of twist. Um, I woke up and chose cocaine. Okay. <laughs> and I'm about to choose. Jesus Christ. Um, so what I will say, I'll make this short. I'll make this quick. Um, there's a duo, classic duo in film history. Very hard to separate the two when you think about performances. Um, they do a few movies together. They're both outstanding. 
and it'd be really hard to put one above the other, Fair. especially from this movie. Uh, this yeah. movie works because of this, and there's also another character that I don't think he's on anybody's list, but like Shaw is insane. Um, but uh, tough, tough hill because what that says seventy three right between the Godfathers and. Mm-hmm. If I would have stuck with my first original viewing, what a disappointment. Second viewing, great follow-up. Like, great in-between palette cleanser between the two. Um, when you guys get through your best picture walk that um, I wasn't invited to, just so you know. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't want to watch Wings. Uh, uh, but no. um, I don't. Uh, uh, but, yeah, good choice. But I, it's really hard with these two. I don't I – w- I would almost leave them off then to – separate I, um, I i do want to say of the two duos and the two movies where they are very clearly the two i think one is better than the other and one's better and i think redford's better than this and newman's better than the other so that's why i i chose this one because i like this movie more i think he's the better if i actually went through my thing i think newman's better than both but that's well cool. i think that he's just master class um redford was lucky to work aside with him um uh everybody else on uh robert redford uh one of you be very brief um, Redford's my third favorite performance in this film. <clears throat> I like Shaw and I like Newman better. In fact, I like even, I, I even like Ellen Burstyn a little bit. I'm not Burstyn. Ellen, um, what's her name? Eileen Brennan. Eileen Brennan. Thank you. How did you have a belt? It's between two. Yeah, no one watched Audrey Hepburn movies. Jesus Christ. It was between two. It was between two. I'm sorry. Oh, I have better taste than the mouth of Trinity. Hold on. Did you just say that no one watched Hepburn? Does that include yourself? All right. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, uh, everybody else. Emotional, damn it. You can't throw spears across the land. You know, I'm here to defend them. Uh, uh, everybody else. <laughs> you fucking killed him, dude. <laughs> <laughs> smile through the pain, but with smile through the pain. Just <laughs> <laughs> smile and wave. Smile and wave. Jack, uh, have you seen the sting? <laughs> yes, I have, and it's great. I pref- I prefer Shaw and Newman over Redford, but uh, he's- Redford is still great. Good pick. Redford is like one of the great cinematic smilers. Like his smile on this is like. So charming. Dude's really charming this. I great pick from a great movie. No notes. Awesome. Um bar 93. Oh, I'm a dead man. Uh my number 93 is William Daniels in 1776. <laughs> so I think William Daniels um is doing a great job balancing this. This battle for his desire and also his um, his loneliness in his quest for that. Because um, you see the fiery passion uh, when he's fighting John Dickinson or when he's fighting for the uh, against the amendment to one of the clauses in the Constitution about slavery. Um, but then there are the scenes where he's like just talking with uh, Franklin, and Franklin's about to leave, and he's like, "What? Well, you, you, do you want to just like hang out for a little bit?" Um, especially when he's talking with his wife, you can just like sense the loneliness and the desire and the passion 
uh, that he wants to go back to see her, but he knows that he can't. Um, I think he's just giving a wonderful performance with that's uh, a tight uh, uh, balance that he's nailing in this. And he also is a really good singer. I know. Delivering the singing. Not that like can't be. That's that. Oh, sorry. John Adams, uh, overall, this would this probably hit really hard before Hamilton. Yeah. That's this this probably hit a lot harder than Hamilton, right? Um, yeah. Wait, Feeney, yes. Believe me, mind blowing event as well. Mr. Feeney is in this movie and he is bad. Um, oh. So. Uh, so what I will say is, I've only uh, you you cleared yourself, so you're fine. Um, you mixed up two people, two uh, two educators. I've paid my penance. I am sorry. Um, but um, this movie has the Music Man cheese with shittier music. <laughs> music Man cheese with shittier music. Like I like. So I'm. I you don't always have to like, but I think it's very smart when you open up a musical with like a good song, like that gets you going, that gets you involved in it. There are ones that don't do that, but like there are movies that this one, fucking hell, it was down a cliff as soon as the thing. So open the window, throw the fucker out the window. Like why are you in here, Feeny, doing this? Their performance that I think William Daniels, like, I know him as the greatest, like, teacher in TV history as Mr. Feeney. Uh, he hung the moon in my eyes, like, still have emotional reactions to that final episode. He's also in The Graduate, plays a good father. Um, but this, with his black hair and playing John Adams, I thought this, I thought his performance sure passable at best i don't think it was anything great i just feel like this movie was just so i've only rooted for two movies to reverse the like in fifteen seventeen to paris i rooted for terrorism to win and this i wish the english would have won and we wouldn't have become a free country the entire time <laughs> or at least we got to send some back like do we have to keep all of them like this just <laughs> <laughs> there should be more than traded. Um, and you know what? If this was shot in, if this was shot in fucking Utah, probably doesn't make bars list. But he saw that Liberty Bell and got an immense react re erection and said, "This has got to be on my. I've got to love this movie. I'm from there." What do you think made the bell ring? Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, I don't like that. That's a good. That's a good one. Um, everybody else on. Uh, there's only one person that's seen 1776. It's both. Yeah, as much as Coho is shaking his head, I, going, yep, I just want to say. Yep, I sure want to say. Right? Real quick, I started 1776. Cody posted his review. <laughs> I messaged him and go, "Hey, should I keep going? Because I'm in the middle of the opening number and I'm not a fan." <laughs> and Cody goes, "Run!" So I turned it off. <laughs> I said it's Music Man Cheese with revolutionary backdrop. And I turned so it off. <laughs> that translates to yeah, you kept Yet you kept acting like you watched the entire oh, thing. Oh, I no, I was something? nodding because he was talking about the opening number, which I saw. Can I say something? Why is this movie so fucking long? Because you're watching the director's cut. 
The director's cut is the only one that's available, so it yep. shouldn't even be asked about for trivia anymore. Yep. Fucking whore. I mean, same with Amadeus, but... <laughs> What'd you say? I said technically same with Amadeus, but... Because Amadeus' director's cut is the only one you can Well, we can ask about it non strength Go ahead. Anyway, uh, I think Howard DeSilva is the better performance from this movie. As Ben Franklin, I think Franklin is better than Adams. Um, maybe maybe Barr has De Silva. I don't know, um, but I I think De Silva is the better performance. I think Adams Adams kind of has this nasal to him that I don't love. Actually, uh, I I think De Silva is way more entertaining. Also, to clarify for anyone who's wondering, I have no Hamiltons on my list at the request of of a conversation I had with Cody. <laughs> at the request of at the request of a conversation I had with Cody, Hamilton is retired on all lists that I have going forward. Uh, so I will say, taken up nine of the top ten. Yes. So I no, so, what, so what I will say is, on this list, unlike Barr, when you had to make certain qualifications to be on his show, while I made one yes. qualification. No, there were two. Uh, mine is. Some people came to me and asked me questions. I allowed certain. I said, you do you, defend your list as you want. If something didn't follow the lines too much or tried to do too much, I nixed it. So you'll see some some coming in future episodes um, that that's what happened. Uh, Okay, uh, Jack. All right. uh, My 93 is Tom. It's Bowman. Oh, you can't forget I said anything. It's me. Oops, I forgot it was Bowman. Uh, my 93 is Reese Witherspoon in an election. Great choice. Okay, wow. Um, yeah, I I think Reese, it's very hard to play an incredibly, like, aggressively hateable character. And Reese Witherspoon does it so well. Like, everybody knows a Tracy Flick. Everyone knows a Tracy Flick. Uh, just the most obnoxious aggressively chipper uh, aggressively chipper cares very much about intellectual thing oh my gosh I'm Tracy Flick <laughs> I was waiting for that realization oh crap <laughs> hello darkness my old man <laughs> while you were saying I was just like deep talking let them get you on me <laughs> Emotional <laughs> damage. <laughs> I'm reeling from that a little bit, but this is a really good performance. I love, I love Reese Witherspoon in this. <laughs> go, Cody, go ahead. I need to. <laughs> I need yeah, to rethink okay. my life a little bit. Election is an interesting movie for me. I watched it. I know it's a little bigger in like certain circles in this community. I don't think it's great overall as a film. I think she's good, but she's kind of playing just like the know-it-all thing. Do I think it's that groundbreaking? No, really. In the 90s range, it's kind of nice to throw some like thing. Honestly, no. Do I want to piss everybody off here? Sure, sure I'll say it. I don't think Reese Witherspoon is that great of an actress. If I'm gonna, like, if I'm at a hole, like when I break down, I think she's she's a good like uh, side like side character or like side love interest or something like that. I just don't feel like she can uh, drive her own 
film that much. Um, she doesn't move the needle um, for me. Um, you need to watch Wild. Yeah, she's amazing in Wild. I'll say that. Okay, so maybe older uh, Reese is better than younger. That's fair. Um, I'll, and I'll say that. Life experiences definitely change people's acting performances. Um, so, yeah. Um, I still stand by that with Leo. Leo's younger stuff all garbage to me, but his, he's can't hit miss hardly at all now. Um, besides, if you look up. Okay, um, everybody else on election and Boatman being that person. I haven't seen um, it. I, I really like election as a movie. I think she's phenomenal in it. Um, I think she does a really great job at playing the specific part that she's supposed to play and then adding more depth to it. Um, the way she's able to totally manipulate and play people, but then also she doesn't realize she's a bad person is kind of a really crazy way to see it. Where, like, in her mind, she is just a determined, well meaning individual that's going to make a great life for herself and she knows what she has to do. And she doesn't realize that she hurts people along the way. And I think that's a really interesting way to play that character and a really interesting character in general. Uh, so I think Reese Witherspoon does a fantastic job with it. Um, not necessarily my favorite perfect, uh, performance in this movie. I really like Chris Klein in this too, but uh, great movie. Yeah, um, I think she's the best part of this movie. Um, I just there just happened to be one hundred other performances that I preferred, but I think that she is absolutely great in this. Oh uh, yeah, I already said I haven't seen it. All right, what's your ninety three, Jack? Uh, my ninety three is. Tom Cruise in Collateral. One of my favorite villains in film. Like, honestly, terrifying performance from Tom Cruise. And at the same time, really, really restrained performance. Because that scene in the in the jazz club, whatever it was, that scene is brilliant. With uh, the sit-down with the... I can't remember what instrument he plays, but you know what you know who I'm talking about. The guy at the club, the sit down there, that whole conversation, and it's incredible. Tom Cruise is perfect as a villain. He should play more villains. Uh, he's uh, he's great as the hero Ethan Hunt, but he's uh, on a whole nother level with Collateral. Brilliant performance. The reason why he doesn't play more villains because it doesn't pay as much not being top billed. Um, that's the whole reason why, probably. Um, no, I'm with you, 100%. Um, I collateral, if I picked, like, 21st century, like, villains in films, top, top tier. He's menace. He's has this anger to him. He's 93 on your list, so that's a tough kill to climb for everybody else because, like, when I think of villains in movies that are non-fandom, he's definitely one of them. The way he's able to turn that from, like, Seemingly like a good guy to psycho. It's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. Incredible. Um, it's a movie I need to watch back. I think the movie overall, like the overall movie is a little longer than it needs to be. Like that's my only takeaway from this movie. Um, but when he's on screen, it's definitely hits. Everybody else on Tom Cruise and Collateral. No, he's so scary in this. Like, he is so cold and emotionless. It's honestly crazy. And I want to thank Tom for giving us a glimpse of what Nicole Kidman felt like every day. Yikes. <laughs> 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 
Holy fuck! Who <laughs> killed him, dude? <laughs> Fucking killed him, dude. <laughs> um, it is. It is. I'm with Patrick. It absolutely has to be some Scientology thing. Um, yeah. Oh probably. my god. Jesus. Um, um, I'll, I'll. I'll. I'll say. I, I don't. Back, love, I don't like love the movie Collateral. I think it's good. Um, I, I, I think it's like fine. Um, I think Tom Cruise is really good as a bad guy. I like Jamie Foxx more. I think they made the right call when they nominated Jamie Foxx. I think he like really steps up to the plate as this like everyday man who is really stuck in a fucked up situation and is able to play that line of like every like thing he does. And I mean, we think, I think Fox is great in that one. Um, but I can't begrudge you. I think Cruise is great. So. Yeah, I've got nothing. Uh, much to say other than I think that this is a great pick um, and it's a great performance. So my, uh, you know me, you know, there are a couple actors that I just like really, really love. Uh, you're going to hear their names a lot. This is one of them. Uh, his name is Jeffrey Rush. Uh, and the first of many Jeffrey Rush performances you're going to see on this list is a film called Quills. Um, Jeffrey Rush is an actor that just for some reason kills it every time and everything I see him in. I just absolutely love what he does. Um, and in the movie Quills, he plays the Marquis de Sade, uh, which is like a super fucked up character to play. And I think Jeffrey Rush steps up and hits a complete home run. I think he just is this really great, over-the-top, like clearly mental person who has this sick obsession and infatuation with Kate Winslet's character and the whole time is still able to show you that this like really messed up, like crazy erotica writing guy is like not, not a, like he's not a good person, but he's there's humanity in him. There's like a person in there and like, you kind of get to see that in different glimpses and different interactions. He has like when he talks to Joaquin Phoenix, the front he puts up with that character throughout the whole time down to just the rivalry. They sort of end up having over Kate Winslet. Um, the different, the different sides of him that he shows Kate Winslet. I think he's incredible in. Um, I can't recommend this movie enough. I think it's like, I don't necessarily think the movie itself is a splendid, amazing thing, but I think Jeffrey Rush and Kate Winslet and Joaquin Phoenix all deliver great performances, but Jeffrey Rush for sure is like the standout and he should have won. Also, he should have won his best actor Oscar in that year. Um, because I think he gave me because he gave me a performance in a film of someone that I just fundamentally like at first hated, did not want to see him. I was so uncomfortable. And then throughout the movie showed me so many different sides to this one guy. And I think that's a really, really impressive job from Jeffrey Rush. Um movie trivia for everybody on the call. Um, because no one else has this person. Uh, can anybody tell me what Jeffrey Rush won his acting Oscar for? Shine. Shine. Shine's not on this list. Shine is better than this movie. This I movie sucks. This movie sucks. I will just say that. I am so uncomfortable by this movie. This, this movie is a bunch of just a weird... The movies you like and the performance you like will never make sense to me. I mean, Nothing for- against you. But it's so weird. I I, I also so don't really like. I don't think you're supposed to like this movie. Or like it's supposed that's to make you uncomfortable. That's fair. <laughs> Makes me super uncomfortable. But I don't think his performance is that great either. I think it's like a pre to Barbosa. 
Not like, at all. Without the without the horniness, of course, because this movie is about the horniest <clears throat> thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, he's not even doing a he's not even doing the Barbosa voice. Like, there's nothing about this that. Feels Correct. Like I'm not saying that he is hey, doing I, the voice. I, I feel like I just don't feel. I'm what you're saying like about. his like who like how he gets to the the Barbosa that's been rode hard and put away wet. Like this is the big it. Like that's my main point. Like okay. I don't believe like overall this performance is groundbreaking. I think she he's really good in Shine. That's the one thing I will say. I, I still haven't seen Shine to be fair. Yeah, that's if you're gonna pick a Jeffrey Rush performance besides the ones that I know you're gonna pick, um, are, and he's really good. Like he's really good. But overall, this it's also matched with some really bad performances this week. So he does stand out to me because I think Joaquin Phoenix is bad in this movie. Oh really? I think uh, he's good. Kate Winslet's okay, but overall, not great. Um, there's some weird parts in this, and it kind of deters from him a little bit. So the more, the less you get of him. So. I will agree with that. that. That's my issue. that's my biggest issue with the movie is that he's not in it. Like, I, he should be the like in every scene character, but right. I think that would have maybe helped a little bit. Yeah, I agree. But with you. When he, they sprinkle him in versus like let him shine. Yeah, no pun intended. Pun intended. Um, <laughs> very pun intended. Um, all right, everybody. Um, a um, co-ho. Cool. Yeah. Uh, co-ho. I'll, I'll, I'll just, uh, I'll jump, I'll push you out of the way of this train for a second. Uh, co-ho's lists and, or co-ho's movies he likes, performances he likes, make no sense to you. Hi, I'd like to introduce myself to you. Uh, I'm Jack Pinchuk. I have really shitty movie taste. Uh, but no. Um, what, what train were you pushing me out of? Uh, Cody saying that uh, he doesn't understand. That wasn't um, like an insult. That was okay. just an observation, Jack. Well, Jack, you're you're already dead on the tracks. You don't need to push. You can't push. Yeah. I'm, I'm high stepping over the body that you left yeah. on the track, buddy. Stop! That's stop! Fair. You're already dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I uh, haven't seen it, but it's on my watch list now. Have not. I haven't either. Okay. I've seen a movie. Bowman hasn't. <laughs> Better than you movie trivia confirmed. Um, okay. uh, bar. God, if I thought I was dead last time, I'm definitely not coming back. Um, and number 92 is Reese Witherspoon in Legally Blonde. <laughs> I love this performance so much, honestly. Um, I think that she's just. I know that a lot of people, what a lot of people are going to say, um, but I think that she's doing this wonderful job of being incredibly sincere, very likable, very charming. Um, but also in the moments where like she has genuine heartbreak, she's doing really well with that. Uh, when she's um, having to portray being like nervous and not really knowing what she's doing and figuring it out along the way. I think she's doing a great job with that. The courtroom scene is really fun. Uh, I think it's a great comedic performance on top of having really charming, dramatic moments. It's like the 4th of July. Makes me want a hot dog real bad. Um, <laughs> what does she have that you don't have? A third kid? She's the best part of that movie, like overall to me. Like I find her so I rewatched this movie. Oh wow. I still don't love it. <laughs> I don't hate it. 
But again, I think it's very like early Reese, not like driving the movie. Like she has those lines; they work when they work. Like so Buzzfeed. Um, what's her name? Who plays the her friend? The... Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> Literally makes me like what a like. <laughs> I laughed so hard at her performance. I forgot. I've said that hot dog line for like the whole like week and I've seen it. Um, but I want to come on it. I don't think the movie's overall bad. I don't think her performance is overall great. I'm glad you had it at 92 and not any higher. I think we just need to admit something to ourselves, Bar. Bar's kind of has, has a crush on Reese Witherspoon. I think it's proven. I mean, um, that's fair. Okay. I'm not sure. She's very attractive. Yes. At least we admit it in this open space is a safe space. Um, but yeah, uh, didn't hate it as much as I did. I give it, I'm going to log it here and say, I give it like three and a half stars. But yeah, the, um, the, yeah, that, but I'll tell you, the hot, take the hot dog line out. Probably going to be a two. <laughs> Top tier comedy right there. Everybody else on Reese Witherspoon and Legally Blonde. It's a fantastic performance in an eight-minute SNL sketch. Um, two hours. Jesus Christ. It's yeah. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It um, not the it's same a fantastic. Thing. Thing. Shut up. You got your time. It's my time to talk. Uh, it's, a, it's a great note. It's a really there. There was this girl in um, my high school. Who could do a really good impression of Cher Horowitz from Clueless? Uh, so I think she could have played Elle Woods just as well as because that's all this performance is. Whoa! Shut up, Tracy. Jesus Christ, she's already he's already dead. Um, <laughs> Holy shit, you fucking killed him, dude. <laughs> yeah, I've only ever caught bits and parts of this film. Uh, it's one I just haven't seen all the way through, but I plan on it eventually, maybe. No, I've never seen Legally Blonde. Okay. It'll make you want a hot dog real bad. Um, okay. Uh, now we're on me, I think. My 92 is Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah, I got to say yikes. This um, is how I win. Um, Jack. All right. Um, my number 92 is Woody Harrelson for War for the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> yeah, there, there it is. Uh, no, uh, this is my favorite Woody Harrelson performance from 2017. And he is, uh, he's still very good in Three Billboards. I'm not saying he's not, but. I'm the I Three prefer- Billboards guy and you're correct. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, there, there you go. Um, but no, this he, he's... yeah, right. So I was gonna say, you want to be the three billboard guy? I'm from Missouri. And I, I was gonna say one. Cody's from there, and you don't want to be the three billboards guy. <laughs> anyway, hell, uh, yeah, great. Like once again, another villain performance I absolutely fell in love with. Because uh, here's the thing, he's not a hundred percent like insane about uh what he's doing like yeah he's evil but like um uh when when you think about it it's them or him and his and his crew and uh he's just in uh he he's fantastic in this film uh it's it's the apes or or them and uh the things he does in this film uh he when he uh tells caesar about when he had to kill his son because he 
had to protect every everyone else. Uh, great. The the his first monologue to Caesar after Caesar's captured, fantastic, and just a great end to the character. Honestly, like uh, the perfect way for for them to to finish the character. Uh, there was no other way he could have uh, could have finished it. So yeah, great film, great performance. Okay, so this is where I can kind of shoot this like um, performance down. Um, I love. If you had to like tell me, Cody, you can watch a trilogy of movies, three movies. It'd be really hard for me not to pick these these apes movies. Like I love these apes movies. That's fair. I don't. I love. I think all movies are good. I think the problem with War of the Planet of the Apes is that this character also comes out of nowhere and is that menacing character. But overall, I think it falls flat at the end. I think the performance is fine. I am not in love with the overall performance. Um, I think there are better like hero antagonists throughout the trilogy that is not him. Um, I don't know because, gosh. I know that's not the last Lord of the Rings we'll see, so I'll keep my words loose here. Um, but yeah, I, I've never I when this all came out and everybody was talking about it, I never saw like the love for him that is like out there. I, I've I've seen the movie multiple times. He just has never the standout to me. He's got those menacing lines, but I get those menacing lines from Michael Keaton in uh, Homecoming, like classic, just like. Like yeah, cool. Like yeah, not for me. I'm 92. That's what for me. Because I think yes, I'm expecting more apes movies from you at this point since this is a 92. But my thing is like, I does it does it belong on the list? I I don't think so. Everybody else haven't seen it. What What the fuck? You've played fandom. And do I ever say that I'm any good at fandom? Well, why do you show up? Hey, Todd? What the fuck? I'm sent by you not seeing... You haven't seen a fandom movie, and you've, like, played six times now. Um, I um, I think Woody Harrelson's great in this movie. Um, I definitely think this is the better of the two, like, major performances he gave that year between this and Three Billboards. Um... If he was going to get nominated for something, I would have said nominate him for this, but I don't... I'm, I think he's... I think he has... He is probably my favorite of the three apes, like true out and out like antagonists in the new trilogy. I think he's the best one at it. Um, though Oldman's also great. Um, I think that Harrelson does like a really great job of not just being the really angry, screaming, oh, we gotta kill all the apes guy. Cause he can do that, but then there's also those like moments where he's just sitting there at Caesar and he's just like and he and he's just very human about his approach. Like it's just like I I'm the, the turns table. I'm the last one. I'm dying out here, and I'm just doing what I can to survive from you who took my planet. I think that that's like kind of a great a character who's like at the end of his run, but has that much hate. I think that's really great for him. I think he did a great job. Uh, yeah. No, I I kind of love performances that I call top of the mountain madness, where it's like everything is crumbling around me but i'm i want to keep everything intact i think that's such like a great kind of performance and harrelson is like so good doc i'm happy to have you back I'm, I'm um, happy to too. 
Um, you missed your two children have been fighting today. Um, Is Dockard? I, I feel like he's, I don't think that's correct. If if overall, <laughs> if I look at the maturest person in the chat, um, I don't. I feel like Scully's the dad of that group. Like Scully that's doesn't. Probably true. Well, Scully's, Scully's very much their handler. John, what about John? Okay. Anyway, Omar is um, also very much dad of the group now. Um, well, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Um. Uh, Rich has cool older brother. Yeah. Anyway, who? My ninety-one. Yeah. Is he your ninety-one? Yeah, my number ninety-one. We're up. Oh, nude girls. How did that? I I blocked you. It's a different account. It's a new account. How do you keep getting back in here? Once you that mouth, they pulled me back in. The man! The best girls in the world! I blocked them. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, my number 91 uh, is a performance from a movie that I um, I think I've been the biggest champion of since it's come out. Uh, it's a performance that keeps sticking with me through and through. It's Sterling K. Brown in the movie Waves. Um, I think he... I think this movie's terrific, but I think everyone in this cast does a really great job. I could have picked Kelvin Harrison Jr. also, but I think Sterling K. Brown is the performance of the movie for me as this dad at the beginning of this that just he has worked so hard to build a life for himself and his family. You can tell by like the house they live in and the like lifestyle they have. He's worked so hard to give them a, a, like a really comfortable life. And so he pushes his son so hard to be the best at what he is because <coughs> they have to maintain they have to um they have to maintain uh the the status that he's built for them like they have to keep up the appearance of we're the perfect family we're the hardest working we're the best at what we do because if we slip up we will lose everything sort of thing and that's sort of Sterling K Brown's whole mentality and then i don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen ways halfway through something major happens where the family sort of gets splintered and shattered and they start to lose that image and they well they do lose that image and uh Sterling K Brown through it um, sort of breaks down a lot more and is like and realizes how like much he's really pushed his family and hurt his family, how he's hurt his wife, how he's hurt his daughter and his son. And there's this really beautiful scene at the end where he's sitting on a on a picnic bench with his daughter, and he just he starts tearing up and like breaking down, talking to her because he's having a he it's like the first real conversation he has with her like one on one in the entire movie, and he realizes that and it's like a great moment. I think he plays like a phenomenal just this phenomenal father character. Um, and I think he should have won best supporting actor in 2019. Let's talk about it. Uh, so I just watched this movie. It was the last movie I watched today. Um, I don't understand. I don't get his performances rising above. I think there's a lot of strong performances in um, this movie. But overall, I just don't like the movie. I think that's where I get to it. I just don't care. I like a care. I'm echoing. I don't know what who is making the echo, but I wish you would make me stop. Like, stop. Um, I, I like he's good in scenes. Like he's not in this movie very much at all. I think right. he's sold. I think he's sold on the part, the bench scene. Because I will. I say that I like the best performance. Sure. I was gonna say I really like him and Kelvin working out. Like when they're working out, I think that's another really great scene with those. Yeah. Guys. So I would, I would. So if I had to track it, if I'm wrong, there's three major scenes. It's the workout at the beginning. It's the middle, the right before the stuff goes down. Sure. And the bench. And there's the him sitting alone in church, scene also. 
I really like that one too, especially with the dichotomy of like they all go to church and have to keep that up here, and then it's just him now. I think that's like a really great scene. Too. Yeah, I think there, I think there's stuff overall. It's it's Sorry. depression. The movie, I would say, it's very. It's a movie that takes a lot of viewings to. Look yeah, out. it's waves. It comes in waves for sure. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I understood. That I'm echoing. I'm going to lose my mind. I'm only here for a couple more minutes. Like somebody lower their volume of some sort. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm not echoing. Anymore. So, yeah, overall, that was my biggest takeaway. I didn't love the movie. I think Sterling K. Brown is, like, a fantastic actor. I want him to do better roles overall. That's right. Um, I feel like he's, like, a hot thing from Hollywood from This Is Us, and I would love to see him in other stuff. I would love to see him, like, pair up with Denzel in a movie. That'd be amazing. You know, know, like, dream scenarios. But, um, yeah. So, yeah, 91, I'm okay with 91, and I'm kind of okay, glad I've seen the movie. It was three stars for me. I didn't hate it and love it, but, um, um, yeah, I was just a little confused because I think the son. I could have picked him, too. I think he's phenomenal. I mean, he just has so much to work with. Well, right. He's the main character for, like, most of the movie. So Right. So that's why I'm like, he's the – it's so hard to – when I'm. I would have nominated him in, like – When I'm comparing performances in a movie – you know, cream rises to the top. Um, okay, uh, has who has seen Waves? Not me. Okay, I'm John. So, um, yeah, Sterling K. Brown is a fantastic actor, and I think that he does a great job in this movie. I think the best performance in this movie, though, are the red and blue lights that come on throughout the entire movie. You mean good cinematography? Wow, I, I know your movies don't have. You mean A twenty four cinematography? Which is better than 1776's static shots of them talking about how they should open a window. You haven't seen the movie! I've seen the opening scene! That's not the movie! Guess what? Fuck your movie! I think it's a fine performance. I don't get what Coho sees in it, but fair. Yeah, that's the thing about Coho. Like, he has such, like, thing, and this movie is the one that rises. It's like Green Knight this year for him. It makes no sense why Coho likes Green Knight, but he likes Green Knight. Must be that two times. It's David Um, Lowry. I saw that. uh, David Lowry is just a director who, like, weirdly works a lot for me, so. Um, Bar. Uh, My number one was the extra earlier. It's Martin Landau in Edwood. Yeah, he was... Um, he was my what ninety five, yeah, something around there, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this is just a really solid performance. Um, you you really feel the pain that Bella's going through in this movie, especially in the rehab scene. I think that is such a great freaking scene. Um, and when he dies, you really feel the emotional weight of it. Um, and I don't think that you get that without a really strong performance. Uh, he's also just really funny in this movie. He's got like great little comedic moments, and um, it's just an overall really solid performance. And in my opinion, the best performance in the movie. Yeah, um, I think he is by far the best performance in the movie. I think this is a really fun one. I think he does a really great job of embodying Bella Lugosi. Um, and every scene that that Martin Landau shows up in, I think the movie just comes to life in an even bigger way. Um, I love the like scenes where Milton is freaking out and Johnny Depp has to like help him. Um, I love those scenes uh, a lot. I think that gives you a lot of insight into him. Um, yeah, I considered. I also even considered Depp because I think this is Johnny Depp's best, like second best performance, also. Um, but I think that uh, Lando is the standout for me. Great, 
nomination, good win, not a deserving win, but a good win. Um, but yeah. You say so many stupid things about him. Um, up's good in this movie. God, no, it's not. This, movie, no, this movie's not good. I've said this before. Everybody told me that this movie was going to be the one I was like. Um, a shitty director makes a biopic about a shitty director. Like, cool. Awesome. Didn't love it. Um, he is the standout. If I had to pick somebody, he is the standout. He, I feel bad that uh, he had to spend his like years with Ed Wood. Um, that's terrifying. That's sad because what a miserable like thing. Um, yeah, like what's the part where he's like sitting there and talking about um, who's he playing? Who's Bella Lugosi. Bella Lugosi, and he talks about Claude Dracula. Dracula. Well, he's talking. Yeah, he's talking about he's a hack and like he couldn't do what he does. Yeah, that stuff's funny and stuff. But yeah, the movie. Gosh, I don't give a fuck about this movie. People hype this up. Oh, this is Tim Burton. Hey, you'll like it. This will be it. This is one of misses. This is one of the misses from Bowman, but it's still in the nineties, so he gets a little bit of a break. But this movie's fucking ass. I hate this movie. Um, everybody else on this. I I really I like this performance. This was like ranging around my like one ten one twenty spot. It it so it had a chance to get in, but didn't make it in for me. Uh, but no, he is really good. I think he sells that he's Bella Lugosi and. He sells the moments of desperation. It's a really good performance. Like it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen the film, uh, but I've been told it's one of Burton's better films. So we'll see. Okay. Uh, is it me now? Yep. My 91 is Robin Williams in Aladdin. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. So shut up. All right. And my number 91 is Robert De Niro in Awakenings. Yikes. Oh, look, we're done. Yeah. Well, I knew how that was going to end. Um, okay. Uh, we can go through uh, winner of this week. Um, not really hard to figure that out. Um, it's Bowman. Uh, Bowman wins. Um, I don't feel like a winner. <laughs> you just realize some stuff about yourself that makes you sad. Um, yeah, but I think overall, when you come back, like with you having Sandler at ninety-two, other people having Sandler higher, like maybe that will have a effect. We'll talk about that then. Uh, second place. Coho. Yeah. Uh, overall, had better for me. Um, I didn't understand or agree on two of the top picks, but overall, I can't, didn't hate it. Um, uh, Barr is one of the only people that made me want to change uh, American history um, and want us to be under British control. Um, uh, but overall, I'm, I appreciate the one thing I will is mud. I, overall, regardless of performances, I really enjoyed the overall movie. Um, another Reese Witherspoon movie. Um, <laughs> and uh, Jackman, John Bluff America. Um, this is going to be a long week, long 10 episodes. Um, but you did. this is probably your better week. Oh, God. 
<laughs> but not oh, the best yeah. week. There are two weeks that honestly I are actually very good weeks for me. Only ah, I'm gonna kill myself. That's me when I start my prep for the next week. Um, <laughs> uh, everybody, thank you for being here. The live chat was great tonight. Thanks for everybody that stopped by, including the nude girls. I appreciate you. Um, uh, and then um, next week, we'll bar fight Boatman. We'll Boatman fight bar. We'll Coho and Boatman fight again. Will Jack fall asleep? Will no. I not show up? These are the things you have to ask yourself. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. They ask you how you are. You just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine. But you just can't get into <laughs> I can see it in your face. It's all good. Okay. I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. Your guilt has been determined. This is merely a sentencing hearing. Now, what will it be? Death or exile? You better lawyer up, asshole. Because I'm not coming back for 30%. I'm coming back for everything. So. Normally, I would say Alfida Zane, but since what Alfida Zane actually means is till I see you again, and since I never wish to see you again, to you, sir, I say good.